0: No-loss market accounts? Are these for real or just another too-good-to-be-true scam? That's coming up next on Label on Fire. Welcome to Label on Fire with Label Sternbach, the financial independence and retirement show dedicated to helping you build the life of your dreams as fast as possible with as little stress as possible. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Label on Fire. Hey, welcome, Label. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am well, and today we've got a big-time hot topic, very timely, as a matter of fact. So let's dive right into it. So here we go. What is a no-loss market account?
1: So a no-loss market account is <laughs> it's something that I've started seeing more and more showing up in marketing. And it's, it is 100% a marketing term, How long the state securities and state insurance regulators allow people to get away with saying it, that is up for grabs. I am just waiting for the hammer to come down on this one. But it is a very shifty way that insurance agents have started marketing insurance products. Rather than saying, oh, we're selling you an insurance policy or we're selling you an annuity or whatever, they're now calling them no loss IRAs, or no loss Roth accounts, or no loss compounding interest accounts. And if you think about it from their perspective, it's a great marketing gimmick because people have gotten wind to the fact that when somebody talks about no loss, they're generally talking about insurance, even though there's ways of investing with protecting your principal, but the SEC and security regulators don't really allow us to talk about it because the truth is, well, everything including insurance has the ability to lose money but insurance isn't regulated the same way as the securities world is it's and so people are saying things that they really shouldn't be saying
0: so you call it a no loss marketing account i like that but when i hear market and you hear like annuities and you hear investments you've always said in the past that don't consider you don't consider and Tell me if I'm wrong. You don't consider annuities as investments.
1: Correct. I do not consider insurance products to be investments. They are great tools. Don't get me wrong on that. I'm a big fan of insurance as a tool. And there are things that insurance can do that nothing else really can do because it's a contract, because it is a contract between you and another individual, another company. And there's investment products. There are other types of contracts that you can get that do similar things. But because it's a contract, it operates by different rules than investments really do. And so when it comes to insurance and it comes to annuities, if you want some of the other things that insurance companies typically do, like having death benefits, having death benefits, living benefits, things like that, those are really what you go to an insurance company for. As a kind of separate thing, they do have, you could use them as a way to store your value, accumulate your wealth, but just know that it comes at a cost. You're not getting something for nothing. There's, there are cheaper ways of doing the same thing outside of the insurance world.
0: That's great to have you clear that up because in their marketing of a no loss market account, when people think market, you think stock market, you think, what do you do with the stock market? You invest and you're saying this is not an investment. It is not. and And I yeah, and I think you you touched on it just a few minutes ago. So the, these terms they're coming up with, no loss market account, right now at this point in time, mid June two thousand twenty three, these terms aren't regulated by the government right now.
1: They're not regulated. So that, so it's a very weird. We've got multiple regulatory bodies that regulate different aspects of the financial services world. However, there's there's a bit of a disconnect. There there's these gaps where people can fit through, and like in our last episode, we talked about real estate. Real estate is one of these huge gaps that that people fit through, and oftentimes, real estate will be promoted. The ads for them are here's how to get eight to twelve percent compounded returns with no risk, right, or with little risk, or whatever. And they're able to say that because they're not regulated as a financial advisor or as an insurance agent. Now. On the insurance side, technically speaking, insurance agents are not allowed to tell you what to do with your money. They're not allowed to give you investment advice. They're not even really allowed to give you retirement advice. They're only allowed to describe insurance products. But as we all know, as every single one of us who has a pulse has met an insurance agent, we know that's not what they talk about. Right. And they get away with describing insurance products as investments or as retirement vehicles or thing, whatever it is. And they use all of these language. And if they use it, if they get too aggressive with it, they will get shut down or they will get fined. But generally speaking, there's just so many of them that it's difficult for them to be properly regulated. And there's no way to, they don't have the same kind of oversight that financial advisors do or for people who are true fiduciaries have. And it creates a lot of confusion out there because they're, they go out there and they just say things. And it sounds this is what people want because they're very good at figuring that out, but it's not necessarily going to deliver what people promise. And here's the, really the sad thing is that, Every now and then, every few years, there are these class action lawsuits that are generated by the people who buy into these things and then discover that it's not what they were sold. And they sh- sue the insurance companies and sh- sue the insurance agents over misrepresentation. They get settlements. They get settlements for pennies on the dollar, but they get settlements because it is cheaper for them to get s- to, for these people to stay in business and just pay the settlements than to really properly regulate it. And there is a move in the insurance regulation community and in the financial advisory, the securities and insurance administrations, the state bodies that are, that are responsible for regulating these industries to bring that more under control and to make it and the insurance a- insur- companies themselves want that their insurance agents are securities licensed so they don't have to deal with this. But for the time being, we do have these people who they're very well intentioned, but they're going out and they're saying they're talking about products in ways that are not accurate, but the average investor can't tell the difference
0: true story. If we've got just a couple of minutes, uh, my my late uncle, my godfather was an insurance agent for many years, a, a huge company. I don't want to name it here, but uh, they came to him and they said, here's where here's where we're going. The model is, and it was about retirement this, retirement that. Now you're, you are a retirement planner. And he's like, no, I'm not. I sell car insurance, <laughs> whatever. And it really bothered him. They wanted him to go to classes and this, and this, so that's where the money is and blah, 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 grow your franchise, ABCDE. And he's, I'm 65 years old. I think I've had enough. I, I'm not going to turn into something I'm not. And it wasn't too long after that this particular company, exactly what you said happened. There was a huge class action lawsuit that all these people that were all of a sudden told, now you're a financial planner, the advice they were given, they didn't really know. You can't learn it in one or two classes as you yeah.
1: know. Yeah. It's And a lot of this is also, you got to see how these things play out, Right. This is why me as a financial advisor, I monitor my client accounts on a daily basis. I'm not looking to see if they're making money. What I'm looking for is it behaving the way that I expect it to behave. Because that ultimately is what our job as financial advisors is to do, is to help create the experience that our clients want. And when it comes to insurance or it comes to all these products. Because they're individual contracts and they're constantly changing, and they're, I don't know if you've ever read any of these contracts, they're 100 100 pages long, and they've got buried in there that they can change the terms of the agreement at any point, and they may or may not have to notify you. So, for instance, you'll hear these insurance agents talk about, okay, you can have this no-loss market account. And the way it works is you'll get crediting when the market goes up, but when it doesn't go up, you'll get zero. And so just by not losing, you don't make as much as the market, but by not losing, you're going to make more money over time. And in theory, that sounds good. But here's the thing. They'll show you numbers of a hypothetical 7% or 6%. And they'll say that's a very conservative number to use. There's a reason why they're not showing you actual numbers, because they can't show you actual numbers. There's no actual illustration that can go back and show you how this would have worked over the last three years because the insurance company has so many little nuances in that contract that allow them to control that. So yeah, in theory, they say, yeah, you're going to get 80% of the upside up to 7%, right? So in theory, you'll get that number. But here's what they don't tell you, that there's a spread associated with that. So, you know, you're not actually going to get that 6%. You're going to get 6% minus their 2% spread, which is essentially their management fee. And that number is subject to change at any time. And you're not getting the actual market return. You're getting a price point-to-point to point pricing. So you're getting the price change. but 40% of the market returns is dividends. That's not included in that number. So you already are starting at a 60% 60 loss, sorry, 40% loss. Then you're adding fees on top of it. Then you have the fees for the fact that this is an insurance product. And so there's mortality fees because you got to pay for the insurance component. You got administration fees that you got to pay for that. You got to pay for their financial advisors. You got to pay for spreads. You have minimum charges on each of these sub accounts. The insurance agent got to get paid. And although they're technically it's not coming from your money, it's definitely coming from the performance of this product. And
0: And then my my eyes rolled in the back of my head.
1: And then when you try taking your money out of this, sometimes you got to pay more. The numbers that you're pulling out are based on different things. It's all said and done. I literally saw a contract statement for a client the other day where over five years, they had a 1% return, 1% return. And this is something that had a contractual guarantee of a minimum of 1% every year. So how over five years did they only manage to get 1%? (laughs) right and it's because of all these things that you can't illustrate right these insurance agents they a lot of them who are touting this no market whatever no loss and all these gimmicks that sound like investments they have not been around long enough to see what happens they have not been long enough go ask an insurance agent who's been doing this for 30 years right and you'll see there's a reason why the guy who's been doing this for 30 years is not making millions of dollars Is because. He's seen the ups and downs of the market, right? He's seen all the tricks that the insurance companies do, and he doesn't have—he doesn't have the—he isn't naive enough to believe all of this hype that, yeah, I, you can get this. Instead, he'll sell you what it is, and he'll say this is a CD alternative, right? This is a great life insurance product that you can tap in X, Y, Z way. Um, So I think you got to take a grain of salt with all of this and understand that the insurance companies are not capable of doing something that you cannot get in the investment world. You can get the same type of stuff in the investment world without all the fees associated because it's not a life insurance product masquerading itself as an investment.
0: I've heard you say that before on this particular Label on Fire podcast that so many people are subscribing to. You've said that in the past. So last question, and it's the big question, and you've touched on it, but let's just hit them right between the eyes. Can these no-loss market accounts, can they actually provide the guarantees that they're touting?
1: They They can provide the guarantees against loss. They can't provide the guarantees of returns.
0: Okay. One more time. They can provide the guarantees against loss, yep. but they cannot provide the guarantee. guarantees of yeah. of return. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Label. That's all the time we have. You can join us again next week. And here's what we're going to be talking about. Three easy ways to minimize taxes in retirement. That's next time right here. It's Label on Fire. If you would like to see how the Yields For You team can help you get off the Wall Street roller coaster and save you money on taxes so you can live the life of your dreams, book an appointment online at YieldsForYou.com. That's YieldsForYou.com or call 410-914-4894. That's 410-914-4894. Yields for You is a registered investment advisor in the state of New York and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of any offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Content should not be viewed as legal or tax advice. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation.